Welcome to Season 2 of Who the Hell Are You? on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, which offers a look inside the troubled minds and darkened hearts of those who work within motor racing. Our guest this episode is Wolfgang Monser, a fine example of a person who was interviewed. Wolfgang Monser said many things while answering approximately 50 questions, some of which have required prolific editing and censoring. Of all the things we learned about Wolfgang Monser, the most troubling was and as a reminder from season one, the conversation you are about to hear is, at times, adult in nature. It would not, for example, be a series to listen to with your grandson. So stop listening now if you are pious or easily offended. Live from wherever this was recorded in 2018, it's... Wolfgang Monser, we're about to find out who the hell you are. Okay, great. What is your full name? Uh, yeah... I go by Wolfgang. I have two middle names, Wolfgang Hermann Richard, from my uh, grandparents, from my mother and my, my father, but normally the, the calling name is Wolfgang. All the Brits call Wolf or Wolfie. Well, it's a little bit too complicated. I lived a couple of years in England, and they never say Wolfgang. They say Wolf or Wolfie. Beautiful. Okay. What is your birthplace and date? Okay, I was born um, 17th of July. 1953, in a little town called Schwalmtal, which is close to Mönchengladbach. Maybe this is not known in America. In the 70s, it was one of the most successful soccer clubs, or the city owned one of the most successful soccer clubs, not anymore. So Mönchengladbach was well known among soccer fans or in the, in the sports world in Germany concerning the success. And soccer, it's about 20 miles away from the German-Dutch border nearby Düsseldorf. How many languages do you speak and what are they? Okay, I speak, uh, well, of course, German, become native German, then English, uh, not very well. Also, I lived in England. A little bit Italian. I lived in the Italian part of Switzerland, close to the border of uh, Milano, and also a little French language, better written than speaking. When I worked for the racetrack in Nogaro a long, long time ago, that was in the late 70s, early 80s, when they did regularly German and uh, English PR work. And Nogaro at that time was popular among Formula One teams as a test circuit when they simulate Monte Carlo. If the purge yes. ever becomes ratified by the government, yeah. who are you killing first? <laughs> who would I will kill first? Well, honest answer, I tell you something. In, in Germany, well, I have no problems with American people. If I would, could kill somebody and can go away with it, and also, I'm not a political person. I'm sorry to say that I would kill our political leader, Mrs. Angela Merkel. You want to know why? Yes, of course. <laughs> because, well, when you see what she's doing right now, I mean, you are confronted with political business all over the place. When I'm in America now two months, I read every two days the German newspapers online. And her decisions is out of any logic. Even her own people, I mean, have troubles to understand what is the logical decision behind behind her political work. I mean, she's totally isolated. Well, sorry, we go in the wrong direction in Germany. That's my my opinion. And I would kill her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you left or right-handed, Wolfgang? 
I'm right-handed. Yeah. We'll still like, we will uh, we'll yeah, still yeah. accept that answer. Yeah, left-handed right. is the best answer, but we left will go with. Well, I'm sorry, I'm right-handed. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's work to be done. Yeah. What is your favorite musician or band today? Well, I'm a very old-fashioned person, or maybe you call it in your language retro. I mean, the modern music I don't like so much. When I'm in America and I drive around now a lot of distance with my rental car. I try to find a very good uh, radio station with country and western music, which unfortunately is totally ignored in Germany. When you go to a music store, want to buy a country and western music CD, the people think you are mad. I like country and western music, and I like old-fashioned bands. For example, my favorite band, hopefully you can remember, it was Clean's Clearwater Revival. Absolutely. With, yeah, with John Fogarty as a lead singer. Robin Miller's favorite singer. Yeah, me Something too. who would have known you yeah. and Robin Miller have in common. Yeah, I didn't know that, yeah. And as far as I know, I mean, John Fogarty is still in business. He's still singing. How about country and western? Is there a favorite band? Not a favorite band. singer? Yeah, I have a favorite singer. Maybe you're shocked when I tell you. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Oh, I love Dolly Parton. Yeah. This is already the best to the hell are you episode, and we're just a handful I of questions Dolly in. I love Dolly Parton, yeah. Well, if she knew you, Wolfgang, she would love you yes, as well. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I like some music. Yeah. What is the highest level of education you have completed? You mean university title? Well, I have a doctor degree in German literature. Yeah, but Do I you never practice it. Something that would be hard to infuse into your motor racing journalism. Yeah, possibly. I mean. Put it in this way, give you a little explanation. I went to university. Uh, first, I studied mathematics for years at the university in Aachen, at that time close to the Belgian border, not far away from Solder, um, which was at that time in the uh, early 70s a very, very leading university for mathematics, uh, chemical science, and physics. But it became so complicated, I switched to German literature, right? And that, that's why I moved to Frankfurt, to university. And after that, I kept living there. Yeah, But it was for me a reason to make my degree that I was not, it was not waste of time at the university in Germany, in Frankfurt. Also, I mean, I never practicing it. I wanted to work at a German publishing company. That was always my dream. Unfortunately, it never worked out. And I became a motorsport journalist. Well, I cannot use the stuff which I learned at the university for my motorizing stuff. But as I said, it was the reason when I had my degree yeah, that I was not, I mean, for nothing at the university, that I didn't waste time. Have you ever gotten into a fist fight? And if so, did you win or lose? <laughs> oh, yeah, I went into a fist fight. Now I remember. Yeah, I mean, I'm a peaceful person, but I mean, I couldn't avoid that. That was maybe, let me think, in the early 90s at a race meeting in Italy, Autodromo di Vallelunga, which is roughly 40 miles north of Rome. There was a race for the uh, FIA Formula 3000 Championship, mm. one step below Formula 1, which is later replaced by GP2 or now Formula 2. And I stayed in Rome in a hotel in a suburb. I came back from the race track, back to my hotel, and the police car stopped me. I was much too fast, I know it. But then I figured out these people were not police people. They were dressed like police. They had a car, I mean, colored like an Italian police car, but where they're not. And they won't try to rob me. So the fist fight started. Huh? They want to get my, my purse, uh, credit cards, etc., cash money, right? So the fight started, you know, and then... Uh, uh, at that time, you didn't have mobile phone to call uh, emergency or whatever. 
And then fortunately a taxi cab came up and I said, well, call the police. Well, I mean, a little bit on Italian, a little bit French, a little bit German, so the guy understood. And these people run away, you know, I mean. You fought off the uh, Yeah, the I mean, thief? yeah, yeah, I mean, now. There was no loser and no winner, I mean, at least. I mean, it was just try to defend myself that I didn't rob everything what I had in my, in, my, in my wallet and in my bag and in my pockets. A lover and a fighter. One of the many things yeah. we appreciate <laughs> about you, Wolfgang. What is the dumbest thing you've ever purchased? The dumbest thing I've yes. ever purchased? Yes. Other than a flight to America to spend time with American journalists. <laughs> I think, yeah, maybe dumb. I mean, I like it. It's still in my office. I bought a pink-colored rabbit in a souvenir shop at, uh, I think it was in Detroit airport. I don't know why. I just saw it, and I liked it, and I bought it without any use, and it's sitting in my office in Germany. We need a photo of this pink rabbit. Yeah, maybe I can do one, yeah, when I'm going back, yeah. Is there a lyric in a song or a passage in a book that you hold dear? Well, yeah, there is one. Maybe you're not familiar with that. Um, I was reading several times, because the book was written fantastically, uh, about a German race driver who was popular before the Second World War, Bernd Rosemeyer. You yes, know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And you know the wife of Bernd Rosemeyer, at that time it was very special. She was much older, but she was also famous. She was a famous pilot she crossed the atlantic ocean by herself and she she wrote a, a biography about her husband he was killed at the world speed land record on the german motorway yes. not far away from frankfurt where i live and she died a couple of years ago very old i think she was 101 or 102 and i mean she wrote a very good book a biography about her husband and there are a lot of phrases and 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 text and and chapters which are very very impressive for myself are there any that you remember or stand out to you or just you appreciate the book as a whole? Yeah, I mean, I try to translate it. I mean, she is very honest. Uh, she, I think the book was published shortly after the Second World War when all this Nazi regime was gone and she was writing in one of the chapters that the Nazi people actually, in inverted commas, killed her husband because they insisted that he had to run the world speed land record on the highway, on the motorway close yes. to Frankfurt. Also, the weather conditions were very, very bad. Led to his Re death. Yeah. So, they, in other words, they called the, uh, she called these people, the Nazi people, hypocrites in the, uh, in the chapter because they came to the funeral, made speeches, they were very sorry. But they insisted that Bernd Rosemeyer run to the world speed land record attempt. Also, the weather conditions were very bad with Audi. As a teen, yeah. where did you hide your pornography? I never had pornography, honestly. I, I swear it. As an adult? Well, I was never interesting. I mean, to have porno magazines, I mean, let's say Playboy or Penthouse, for one simple reason. It's not the real thing, right? Put it this way. Can I be very direct with my words? Of course. When you're very horny and you, you buy a penthouse or a Playboy magazine, I mean, does it help you? You see pictures of naked ladies, I mean, famous or non-famous, but it's not the real thing, right? Wolfgang prefers the real thing. The real thing, yeah, yeah. Do right. you have any tattoos? No, I don't like them. I don't like tattoos. Honestly, mm -hmm. I don't like them. 
And you know what's the problem? Or the disadvantage is maybe the more correct word with tattoos. If you change your opinion, you want to remove it a couple of years later, a doctor told me that it's nearly impossible to remove them. Very Uh, painful as well. Yeah, very painful as well. And you never can 100% remove them. Wolfgang, how many times have you had your heart broken? You you think by a lady? I would assume, but that's an assumption. Yes. Many times, because I must tell you, when you see my birthday, 17th of July, I was born under the cancer sign. And cancer people, regardless male or female, are regarded very romantic, very loyal. And if they fall in love, they always give 100%. And unfortunately, my relations in the past, they're always very big disappointment, as it's very painful. When you put all your feelings into relation, and then you figure out the lady has disappointed you, lying or cheating or whatever. Have you ever killed someone or come close? Killed someone? Yes. Well, except the animal, no human being, right? Well, no, fortunately not. A question posed to candidates in the most recent American election cycle. If you could go back in time and kill baby Adolf Hitler, yeah. would you? Yeah, I think I would. So when I would travel back in time, yeah. yeah. That is a correct answer. Yeah. Is there a game show or reality show that you would love to be on? No, I don't like them. I mean, we have them also in, in Germany, mostly in the afternoon. Um, for example, I think they copy a show here from America. We have a show in Germany done by RTL, the most popular TV station, um, also for covering Formula One and other uh, race uh, championships in Germany. And they have a reality show called The Jungle Camp. So The Jungle Camp is they fly B-celebrities uh, which are, who are not so important anymore, well-known. Yes to New Zealand or to Australia and they must do crazy things. I mean, eating flies and all this nonsense, right? I I find it very funny and foolish. The people are doing it just to stay in the business. You know, that's the people talking about them. But I find it very funny and also sometimes tasteless. Wolfgang, what is the worst thing you have ever read about yourself? Oh, so far I didn't have read any worse. Maybe there is something, but I have not read anything so far. Who should you call right now and apologize to or make amends with? Apologize right now. Yeah, maybe, yeah, there is somebody also from the racing business. Uh, Maybe you ever heard about Christian Dunner? He was the first for yes. the 3000 champion Also in known as Christmas Dinner, yes. Yes, and Christian Dunner did Formula One with underfinanced teams, ATS, Real. Arrows, I believe. Yeah, Arrows as well, very shortly. And now he's a TV commentator for RTL, which I mentioned already. And when he did uh, racing for Real, I would... In case it would be possible, I would apologize because I made a report about him. I didn't know, checked properly the background, the money situation. So that was not a very, very honest report, right? Maybe he has forgotten about it, but um, that's a little bit uh, still a thing which which was not good from my point of view. I did. That would go back 
31 years, I yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah, mid-80-something like that, yeah. Real was, the owner was the same on, like, ATS, Günther Schmidt. He finished ATS, and then he started Real, and then when this faded, he ste- stepped away totally from Formula One. Wolfgang, have you or a loved one ever suffered from depression or mental illness? Yeah, I mean, that's also, I think, maybe part of people born under the cancer horoscope sign. Uh, when you have bad luck, it's not easy to motivate positive again. So from time to time, even in school and university, when I had bad, bad uh, examinations, I became very depressed. I mean, it's not good, and uh, but I can't switch it off. I mean, it's just there, and I'm thinking about it. It's, yeah, when I have bad luck or something goes no wrong, I would not say depression, but, I mean, I'm working on it. It's, it's not easy to overcome it. How? How do you get through that? Is it time? Do you have methods? To help no, come it's just time. It's I time. never went to a doctor. It's just time. I mean, we have a saying in Germany: "Time healed all wounds." When you are disappointed or you have bad luck, uh, I mean, the time will heal it. You know, one day you will forget it. What is your perfect meal? What does a perfect meal for Wolfgang consist of? Oh yeah, there is one which is also popular here, especially in Wisconsin. It's very German. It's a German bratwurst with potato salad. I prefer it over every exclusive meal. I mean, I love it. Yeah. What do you like to drink with that? Well, my favorite drink, which is quite difficult, not impossible, but difficult to get in Germany, and I buy also a couple of cans and take it with me to Germany when I'm in America. My favorite drink is Dr. Pepper. I love Dr. Pepper. I'm crazy for Dr. Pepper. That is a fine product right there. Yeah. Wolfgang, what is the first big purchase you made when you started earning proper money? Oh, it was a car, a normal road car, a very old Volkswagen Beetle uh, back in the early uh, 70s. I can't remember the year. And I drove to many races with that. The old Volkswagen original Beetles with a 34 underpowered horsepower engine. And I drove to many races before I even went prop, um, professionally as, as a journalist to motor race events. Do you still have the car? No, no, it's already gone, no. I even slept in the car when I, tra- I even traveled with this car to Monte Carlo. I mean, it took, I mean, days, but I mean, finally I made it and I slept in the car. At that time, I would do everything just to go to a race meeting. And I had no money for a hotel room, especially not in Monte Carlo. What is the best concert that you have seen? And when and where was it? Oh, the best concert, well, I'm not a music expert, but it was one of the best concerts because it was not planned. It was in Sandford, I cannot re- remember which year, Sandford, Holland, Dutch Grand Prix with ABBA. You remember ABBA, the yes, Swedish pop group? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, the, and ABBA had some, some involvement in motor racing in Formula One when they had a drummer. The drummer. Slim Borgut became a race driver. And actually, they sponsored him with ATS, with the German team. And they just made a very quick concert at the racetrack in, in Sandford when Slim Borgut was driving for ATS. It was not planned, but it was a great concert with all their, their popular songs at that time. Wolfgang, what is your most destructive personality trait? Destructive personality trait? Yes. Some folks have self-loathing. Some people are too critical of others or themselves. Yeah, I would say, yeah, destructive. 
Yeah, just to, to what you asked before, the depression thing. I mean, when, when I go through disappointments, regardless uh, private or business life, or have bad luck or something happening, I mean, that's destructive. I mean, it needs a long time to overcome it. I mean, I don't like it by myself, but I can't stop it. It's, it's automatically. If you saw someone drowning in the ocean yeah. or trapped in a burning building, yeah. would you risk your life to save them? Well, not in the ocean because maybe you find it funny. I cannot swim, but I would I would run into a burning building and save somebody, even an animal. I love animals. Actually, I did it. I mean, long, long time ago when I was still in school, uh, there was a barn burning. I lived at the countryside near Mönchengladbach, and the barn was burning, and I helped the farmer to save his animals. I love animals. Yeah, little, little, uh, little ponies. Yeah, a kind heart. Do you believe in any conspiracy theories? And if so, what are they? Well, normally not, but I remember that was at a race meeting in Dallas, Texas, uh, NASCAR. I had some spare time. I came quite early and I made a guided tour. I contacted the uh, curator, the museum's director of the Third Floor Museum. The Third Floor Museum is a building from which John F. Kennedy was shot. And he told me so many details, which I think never went into the press. So I, I thought believing it was a conspiracy how John F. Kennedy was killed. The people in Germany are still talking about it. Uh, also, it's a long, long time ago. If you had one minute to speak with President Trump, yeah. what would you say to him? <laughs> I would ask him a question. I would ask one him, or two questions. No, only one. What uh, what he's planning to do to improve the relation to our political leader, Mrs. Merkel? I know they don't like each other. Interesting, though, your complaint about Merkel allowing too many people, non-Germans, yes. in yeah. seems to be Trump's one of Trump's key platforms of protecting well, America's borders and eliminating. Ab- yeah, let me tell you something about President Trump. Yes, sir. Maybe I'm wrong. But from the distance, when I'm in Germany, yeah, I think maybe he's doing a lot of mistakes. But in my personal opinion, he's doing one important thing totally correct. One thing. He cares first about his own country than about others. Merkel is totally opposite. She pumps money. I was reading it two or three days ago in the German newspaper online. Promised again 200 million to Greece. Now it's the fourth or fifth payment. It never helps them. She still not want to close the borders, that more people coming in. And you know the depressing thing is the German Bundeskriminalamt, which is the German version of the FBI, found out when she opened the borders uh, really three, uh, three years ago in 2015 in September, 61% of the people crying asylans via refugees were criminals. They were not asylans at all. Do you donate your time or money to any charities on a regular basis? Yeah, in the German Red Cross, I'm doing it. Not much, but I'm doing it. Do you have a favorite type of candy today that you enjoyed from your youth? Yeah, I mean, it's not American candy. Actually, it's more chocolates than candy, but it's quite much more cheaper when I buy it in America, especially in a Walmart than over in Europe. It's Toblerone, one of the most famous chocolate from Switzerland. The funny thing is it's cheaper here than in Switzerland or in Europe. Other than zero... Yeah. What's the smallest amount of money you've been paid to do your current profession? <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago when I started. I was writing about the 
Um, I think it was in the mid or late 70s about the go-kart world championship round in Jesolo, Italy. And I was paid, at that time there was a very, very popular go-kart magazine on the German market. It's not existing anymore. And I was happy that they arranged credentials for me, and that, but uh, the whole salary for six pages of my report were 67 Deutschmarks. That's maybe uh, 45, close to 50 US dollars. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. And you consider it was a long trip from Germany to Italy for the race. Do you collect anything as a hobby? Yeah, I do something. Yeah. And uh, maybe you find it quite funny. When I go traveling, especially in America, to, to racetracks and uh, also some museums, sometimes I visit no connection to motor racing or car at all, I collect coffee mugs. You can buy it in every gift shop here in, in America. Uh, racetracks, choose what you want. Even normal shops, even uh, travel stops at the highway. I'm crazy for coffee mugs. I don't use them. I just collect them and have them on the board. Remind me on my traveling, especially in America. What is your favorite kind of ice cream, Wolfgang? Vanilla. I love vanilla. Vanilla ice cream. Straight vanilla. Straight vanilla with little whipped cream, how we serve it in Germany, and with caramel sauce. And you know, here in Wisconsin, I always go to the Osthof Resort, to the restaurant, and they know it already from the previous years. I don't even have to order it. They bring it to me automatically in the restaurant. Have you ever stolen something from a store? Yeah, I must admit, yeah, I did. I mean, uh, I'm sorry to say this, but it, it's not a crime in, in, in German. I don't know how to translate it in your language. When you are very hungry and go to a supermarket in Germany and you steal something just because you're so hungry you want to eat something, it's not treated as a crime. That was long, long time ago when I went to a, also a go-kart race meeting in northern Germany and I went out of money or went to a little store and steal some, some sandwiches. Okay. And I was not caught. No. I did it very clever. A question written specifically for you. Yeah. Which is the greatest American superstore? Target or Walmart? Oh, I love Walmart. I'm a Walmart fan. When I see a Walmart, I, I can't explain why I become so happy. And even here, close to Elkhart Lake, in the little uh, town close to Elkhart Lake, Plymouth, there is a Walmart which opens even this little town 24 hours. The last three days I went shopping all the time at, at evening and you, you always meet very interesting people. Not oh. even here in Plymouth, everywhere in the Walmart. I love Walmart. Is there something specific about Walmart compared to other stores that appeals to no, you? Walmart, I think it's very convenient. Let me explain. We had Walmart in Germany until 2002, both in East and in West Germany. And the manager of the Walmarts in Germany were American, or was American, and he was living in Wuppertal, close to Düsseldorf. In my opinion, he had a very good idea. He wanted to open the German Walmart stores five o'clock in the morning so that people can go shopping actually before they go to work. And the German authority did give him, give him, give him permission. There were some other things, I mean, but that was on top of it. And then was the reason Walmart closed in Germany. It was sold to rival companies, just the employees didn't uh, 
went out of business, didn't get unemployed. And, and that was very, very depressive for me because Walmart, you have everything under one roof. In Scottsdale, Arizona, you can buy even a car in a Walmart, not a big one, a little Hyundai, but at least a car. So when you need something, and it happened to me the last six or seven years that on the flight up here, uh, a suitcase was misguided. I had to wait two, three days until it was delivered to my hotel. You go to a Walmart, the closest Walmart, you get everything. And you have one Walmart, you know all the other Walmart. I mean, I mean, the foot is on this side. I mean, um, closest T-shirts on the other side, electronical things, even when, when I... When Firearms? Yeah, firearms, yes, sometimes. Yeah, but for me, for example, I'm staying here until Sonoma, the final race in Indica. I leave Wednesday after Sonoma, and I'm, pl I'm planning to buy a laptop. They are so cheap, even after pay income tax when I'm back in Germany. So when I see a Walmart, I will become very happy. I'm very sorry, so I cannot explain it why. There are no logical reason, but I'm happy. Do you share your passion for Walmart with the people at Walmart when you are there? Do you make friends? Oh, Do yeah. You... I, I went to, um, for example, when I go to Indianapolis, each year I stay a whole month in uh, Indianapolis area in Greenwood, a little town south of Indianapolis. And the Walmart people know me already. I mean, the, the, uh, the management people. Yeah, and uh, they put a photo of me at the wall two years ago. Because I always say positive things about Walmart. Employee of all time. Not of the day, not of the month. Employee of all time. No, they put a, they put a, a, a title under the photo, uh, the best satisfied customer or something like that. An yeah. immense honor. Yeah. When I love Walmart. And there's a second shop which I love. I mean, it's also, it opened in Greenwood. Um, it's relatively new, very close to Walmart. It's Kruger. The Kruger people, when I first went shopping there, gave me a discount card. Also not a regular shopper. I mean, Kruger is also not existing in Germany. But the guy running Kruger in Greenwood, close to Indianapolis, he was so impressed and happy that I came from Germany to buy there. He gave me a discount card. And I was impressed well, because this never happened in Germany. You can go shopping and shopping, I mean, regularly for years in the same shop. You never get any discount cards. If you were to get a tattoo... It yeah. sounds like Walmart or Kroger might be top of the list. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Your yeah. discount barcode on your shoulder, yeah, possibly? Yeah, maybe that's a good idea. They scan your... Sh yeah, see. they can scan it automatically when I go shopping there. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. Thank you. Have you or a family member ever served in the military or fought in a war? Well, my father was a pilot in the Second World War. He flew the famous Heinkel and Messerschmitts. Yeah. And myself, that's a funny story. I have to explain it to, to under, give you more background. When I was very young, the rules in Germany were you have to go like in Switzerland, like in Italy. Compulsory. Yeah, compulsory. Uh, 18 months. It was shortened to 15 months and one year. And now it's like in England, America. It's your own decision if you want to join the army or not. Okay. At that time, I had to go. And before you join the army, you have to go to a medical check, a military doctor. And you have five degrees. One is very good, five is very bad, the medical condition. And I was three, not good, not bad, right? And they always delayed me to go to the army. said, okay, we have enough people, we have enough people. Your health situation is not bad, but it's also not good. We don't need you. So finally, when I finished my university, I was close to 27. Normally with 27, you are too old to join the army in Germany, right? 
But it was three months before the deadline, and I had set up a little media agency, and it was rigid at GmbH, which is INC in America. It's a lot of paperwork, and I financed it through a bank loan, uh, which is nothing bad, but it was a bank loan, very heavy. I have to repay the rates every month. When I went to the, uh, in Frankfurt, to one of the leading people from the German army, I think it actually was a major, and he said, well, if you show your papers, we don't have enough people anymore, you have to join the German army. I said, look, the situation is, I have set up a GmbH, I have bank loans, when I'm 18 months in the German army, I'm financially broken. Write me a letter uh, and confirm that I'm in the German army, that the German army or the German government, whoever, will repay in the meantime my bank loans every month. So I'm not financially broken. And the guy said, no, we cannot do it. I said, I'm financially broken. When I go 18 months, I cannot take care of my business. I'm financially broken, business-wise as well. The guy said, oh, I don't care, and we don't care. Okay, so I went to the army. I didn't wear the uniform for, not even for one hour. I was there on the property, yeah, I didn't do anything. And every day they said, okay, if you don't join us, if you don't make the exercise we expect to do so, we take you to prison. I said, okay, do it. Yeah, I don't do anything. After six weeks, it was a power fight. The German army against me, I against the German army, or against authorities or representatives. They said, okay, we have enough. You're too old. You can go. Six weeks. Yeah. And it, in six weeks, I saw the most stupid things, I mean, the German army ever did. There was a guy, well, he got the order every day to drive with a little van. And at that time, we had the fuel crisis, you know, when in, in Germany or in Europe, you were not allowed to drive on, on, on Sunday, yeah, just to save fuel, right? It was, I think, for nearly one year. And the guy had the order, I shared the, uh, the place with him, we slept in the same room. He had to drive every uh, day with this little van, 300 kilometers, more than 200 miles. I said, what for? Because I got the order. I said, it's waste of fuel. The guy was driving around, just wasting fuel. So that was stupid thing. Another order were totally stupid. And I told the major, it's absolutely stupid. And I called him Herr, Mr. And said, my title is major. I said, I don't care if you're major, if you're general. After six weeks, they show me out. Yeah. Stood down the German army and won. Yeah. It was a f looking back, I can laugh, but at that time it was a real power struggle. I mean, they want to break me that I will join them for 18 months. I didn't do anything. Sounds like a song Dolly Parton should write. Yeah, maybe she could do that. Who in this world, Wolfgang, do you trust the most? You mean a political leader? Or? Anyone. Okay. Friend, family. Well, I would say my sister. She helped me a lot, also fi financially. Yeah. Getting yeah. close to the end. Yeah. Have you ever done important business calls or interviews over the phone at home in the bathroom? From the bathroom or in the bathroom? No, I have a little office in my private. No, not from the bathroom. I mean, when I take a shower in the morning, I take my mobile phone in case people call me when I'm taking a shower. But important calls are just it from a little office in Germany. Is there one movie, Wolfgang, that when it comes on, no matter how many times you've seen it, yeah. you will sit and watch it? Oh, yes, there is one movie. Well, actually more, but especially one movie. Unfortunately, I have it both on DVD and on videotape. I mean, also videos, the technology is gone now. 
and I make a little list how many times I saw this movie. The last 11 years, I think the latest count is 687 times, the same movie. And the movie is, for me, the best movie, emotional. The Flight of the Phoenix with James Stewart and the German actor Hardy Krüger. You know the movie? Yes. Yeah. Not the, in the remake with Dennis Quaid, the original one, I think, which was shot in the, in the, in the mid-60s. The second movie, which is very emotional, for me, the best race movie ever done. Nothing against the new one, but for me, that is the best ever done motor racing movies. Also in the mid-60s, shot or directed by John Frankenheimer, Grand Prix with James Garner and Yves Montand. Have you kept count how many times you've watched that? Not so much. Uh, I think it's a little bit less, but I'm, I have the German version in German language and then the original in English language. What's your guess on how many times you've seen uh, it? Grand Prix, maybe the last eight, nine years, close to 500 times. Yeah, when I like something, I mean, the, the same with books. I read it again or see it again, again, again and again. I like The Flight of the Phoenix. Actually, in the German language... I know already the uh, the dialogues, you know, what they're talking. Yeah. Baha. Getting close to the finish line, Yeah. Mr. Monser. When did you first begin using the Internet, and how has it changed for you since that start? Oh, very late. I think when I was still following F1 or European racing, and I came not regularly to America, I was... Beside two other journalists from Austria and from Switzerland, the last one who switched to a laptop, that was uh, uh, 94, 95. At that time, I was still using a mechanical typewriter. And believe it or not, even to this day, I think to some degree it's more stress-free. Nothing against computers and Internet. It's a great technology, especially emails. It flies over the Atlantic Ocean in a couple of minutes or seconds. But sometimes, when it's not working, it drives you mad, regardless if you're traveling or at home. So I still have my original mechanical typewriter I start journalism and writing my article with, long time ago. Do you subscribe to any magazines? And if so, what are they? My magazine? Yeah, I have uh, subscribed to uh, um, a magazine from France, Auto Hepto, which is quite good. Yeah. And then also your magazine. I mean, uh, I get it online, the online version, and I'm very impressed about it. Yeah. Any non-racing magazines that you subscribe to? Uh, yeah, um, there is a magazine in Germany. The translation would be uh, um, car business. It's more about the business side of motor racing and of the car business. Uh, and how the car companies are connected among each other. And that's very interesting. I, I've subscribed that. It, it's published every two months. Have you ever been married? No, never. I well, came very close. Very, very close. That is a funny story by itself. Uh, can I tell it? Please. Yeah. That happened in 19... Uh, I think it was 76 or 77. I went to a race meeting in Yarama. At that time, still the popular race location for the Spanish Grand Prix. The racetrack is 20 miles outside of Madrid. But I went to this race meeting where I met the lady. It was a European Formula 3 race meeting. Actually, Ayat and Senna was driving there the first time and nobody knows him. Well, it was totally unknown when he came over from Brazil. And I worked for this British race team that put Senna in this race, just a one-off in Formula 3. 
And in the media center was a great looking lady, Spanish lady. She runs a media center, I mean, helped with faxes, at that time we still a telex machine. And it was just like an earthquake. I mean, she was interesting in me, I was, you know, and you feel the chemical, right? And that was great. And her main job, when there were no races in Yarama, she was working for um, uh, Iberia Airlines, that is the local Spanish airline from Spain, Iberia Airlines. And then she became an airline hostess. She was training for that and was flying regularly to Germany, Germany back to Madrid. And then she lived a couple of months together with me in, uh, in Germany, close to Frankfurt. What was her, uh, her horoscope sign? Were the two of you a match? Ah, I think she was a scale. Well, but I'm not sure about that. It's a long time ago. And I was very honest with my opinion, which I'm always, uh, when, when I like or love somebody, I, I put, we say in Germany, we play with open cards, right? Okay, and then she went back to Madrid. She said, okay, look, I earn more money when I'm working in the office in Madrid for Iberia Airlines. But I said, okay, no problem, we can call. At that time, emails doesn't exist. Uh, the technology should be called, writing letters, etc., etc. And then you feel automatically something has changed. The letter became very reserved, very cool, cool in a negative way. Yeah, she excused that he couldn't call so, so long when I called her from Germany at her private home. And I think something has changed. I feel it. Well, it's just a feeling inside me. So when she had birthday, I took a flight from Germany, from Frankfurt to Madrid, two hours flight. It was a situation like in a funny comedy movie. I mean, I ring her bell at her home, she opens the door and her new boyfriend was in the background. And that was very, 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 very disappointing. And that was very close before, before I want to marry her, right? Maybe a couple of months and then I, I canceled everything. A bachelor from then on. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I'm sorry. The situation never... Well, I had relations, but nothing serious. I mean... In Germany, we, we use the word adventures. Adventures means when you have relations and you know it's nothing serious. It's just relation, right? But it's, it's nothing serious for the future. Wolfgang, let's go to the final question. Okay. One that has been answered in many ways by more than 20 people now. Okay. If you were sentenced to death okay. by overconsumption, yeah. which would you choose? Death by cheeseburger... Oh. Or death by job. Death by cheeseburger. Overconsumption. Yeah. Too many cheeseburgers. Yeah. Or death by job. No, I would say the cheeseburger. The cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. I like cheeseburgers. From time to time. An interesting way to die. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wolfgang Monser, we can say definitely, we have a better idea of who the hell you yeah, are. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, and I learned a little bit about myself as well because the memory came back. <laughs>